You're listening to Unbroken Jars, Episode 4, Showering Grace, Hope, and Love. The light of Jesus shines through the darkness, and we carry this light in unbroken jars of clay. We have a life and a story about our faith journey, but we're not struck down. We're not destroyed. Our stories shine the light on Jesus and His power. Our faith walk has forever been shaped by the life of one man, that is Jesus. Jesus continues to use real life stories of those around us to mold us. We will dive into this world by investigating, interviewing, and walking alongside real people who share their stories. Their faith stories of struggle, sin, joy, and victory, and how God is leading them will help shape your faith journey in Unbroken Jars of Clay. As we look at the lives of men and women who are intentionally allowing their everyday lives, occupations, and hobbies to intersect with their faith, we thought it'd be good to bring in Taylor Reed uh, here, one of our locals, for a conversation. And uh, for those listening, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, again, uh, uh, again, just for for those listening, we also are are doing this anew <laughs> for the second time. Uh, because our our recording abilities are so great that we've we've we lost the first recording. So um, so Taylor is telling us more than one time, but he's telling you for the first time. So Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself, and thanks for joining. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And for all of you who have not heard this before, <laughs> um, I'm a rare breed here in Huntsville. I feel like uh, I grew up here. Uh, I've lived here my whole life, and so I know a lot of people uh, that were born here moved off and came back. But uh, I was born here back in 1993. At Huntsville Hospital, and I've uh, never left. Uh, so I've been here ever since, lived in Huntsville my whole life. I actually went to college in Huntsville as well. So I went to UAH, go Chargers. And after I graduated, um, I wanted to stay in this town. So um, like many people, I found a job on Redstone Arsenal. So I graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering, and now I'm an engineer for the Department of Defense on the Arsenal. And that's what I would, guess I'd say I do as my day job. Uh, my family, they're all here in Huntsville. Mom and dad live here. Um, and they actually both graduated from UAH as well. So um, I'm a second generation UAH grad. Uh, my sister, uh, she's the only one that kind of left town. She's up in Tennessee, uh, but she plans to come back. Uh, and I have an amazing girlfriend, uh, Lori, and she's the one who helps me run Shower Up uh, when she's not being a teacher. Uh, she's a teacher at Blossomwood here in Huntsville. But outside of that, she helps me all the time with Shower Up. Well, and and Taylor, we made we we made our initial contact with you from from Shower Up, the work uh, Shower Up Huntsville, and maybe just take a minute or two to explain what exactly is Shower Up. Yeah, so Shower Up, we're a nonprofit organization, and at the most basic level, what we do is provide showers to those in need. We're run completely off of volunteers and donations. Even myself, who run Shower Up Huntsville, am a volunteer. But what we do is we have a shower trailer and in there are three private shower suites so there's a sink a seat a place for them to put their clothes hang them up and change and obviously a shower 
And, and the cool thing about what we have is that we're on wheels. So we're mobile and we can drive around to different areas in the city, really where the areas of greatest need are, and we can give showers on site. Um, we actually have also cool stories. We just expanded into Decatur. So we're driving down there, giving showers. And tomorrow will be our first time uh, in Athens to give showers. Um, and right. when we do our showers, we provide all the, the towels, the washcloth, the soap, comb, razor, shampoo, anything they need to take a shower, we provide that because um, we don't know what people have and don't have, and, and we're open to anybody. But the most important thing, I think, that needs to be said about what is Shower Up is that we're a Christian organization. Uh, we provide showers, but that's not the greatest service we offer to people. Our mission is to restore hope and dignity and build relationships mm-hmm. with people and share the love of God with them. We just simply do that through a hot shower. Um, and, and I believe everybody deserves a shower and, you know, I, I get showers every day. Um, something I take for granted and not a lot of people, um, realize how blessed we are just to take a shower. Um, but you know, we cleanse people, but you know, that, that outward cleansing is not what's the most important. A lot of the people that we serve are homeless. So they're outside all day. They sleep in the woods at night. It won't be long before they need another shower. Um, and so, you know, yeah. we take shower up there and we were the doors are open to anybody. And, and but we really what we want to do is let those doors serve to open their hearts and open their minds to that that inward cleansing uh, through Jesus and, and the love of God, which is what's most important to us. We want to love on all people from all walks yeah. of life. Um, and you know, the key takeaway really is it's not about just making dirty people clean. It's about giving hopeless people hope. And so that's what we do um, wherever we're given showers. Uh, we're trying to to ignite hope in someone's life. And maybe you might take just a minute too to talk about how, how did Shower Up begin? I mean, how did it, what's the backstory on how it came to Huntsville? Gotcha. Yeah. So Shower Up in Huntsville is actually quite a, an amazing story as well. And it's totally a God thing of why it's here. So Shower Up started in Nashville, Tennessee back in 2016. So Shower Up as a whole is only four years old. And their intention was just to give showers mm-hmm. locally in Nashville and drive their shower truck around in Nashville to the homeless community there. Um, About one year ago, uh, Huntsville Community of Hope, which is another organization I serve with, who's working to really solve the homeless um, problem through community rather than just housing. But that organization wanted to provide a special day where Shower Up Nashville came to Huntsville and provided showers. So that, that simple day, one day in Huntsville, led to what we have now. And really, it's because it was in October of 2019, so not even a year ago, people saw that, you know, with Shower Up down here, that was all we had. Some people, that was their only option to get a shower, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't have a shower until we came back. And so, with that need being there, uh, we tried to to gather uh, a bunch of people and figure out what can we do. And so, we were going to have a massive fundraiser, work the details with Shower Up in Nashville, how can we bring a shower truck down here and, and have a more permanent solution to offer to our Huntsville community. And uh, really through the grace of God, before that fundraiser even kicked off, before we even really knew the details and, and had it all planned out, somebody called up to Nashville, um, gave them $75,000 and said, buy a truck, buy the trailer oh, wow. and bring it to Huntsville. So here it's we are amazing. today. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. I think that's really cool. Um, and so also you, I know you have at least one story that's come out of this because I went to a wedding the other day, um, and I went to a wedding of uh, these two individuals who, I, I, and I don't even know if I'm connecting this, but I'm assuming they were connected to you through Shower Up. 
Yeah, exactly. So uh, Julie and Joseph, yesterday I had the privilege to uh, do their wedding ceremony and met them uh, through Shower Up and they came to 2820, which is where we've been doing Shower Up. And I met them there and they continued to come to Shower Up and kept kind of saying that, hey, they wanted to get married and they've been wanting to do this for a while, but they didn't have the money saved up. And uh, so what we were able to do is at some of our Shower Up events, we have clothes that we're able to give out to those that show up. And this past Saturday, we had clothes there, and um, Joseph was able to find a nice dress shirt and a tie, and so he was like, I could wear this to the, to the wedding, and so that's one thing checked off the list, and uh, so Julie and Joseph got a shower this past Saturday, so they were clean, and since they just recently had a shower, they said, hey, we want to we wanna get married within a week of our shower, which just that thought alone is, is mind-boggling to some people. You know, They go to all these stresses and, and struggles to try to make the perfect wedding, but all these two people wanted was a shower within the week of their wedding day. But um, we were able to surprise Julie and take her uh, dress shopping, and uh, really the community came together. We got her a dress. Uh, she had flowers, and we had photographers there. Um, and then what was even you know more special was a lot of the community members um, that are homeless with them and who know them from being homeless showed up to their wedding. So a free venue downtown at Big Spring Park uh, under the little gazebo. Uh, we had uh, quite a bit of people there celebrating uh, the union of, yeah. of the two. So it was such an awesome story. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, just a compliment to you. I've told you this off of this podcast, and I'll tell you this in front of people that. You did such an amazing job, and and your yeah. your care and your heart for for uh, Julian Joseph is amazing. That comes out too, and and who you are. I'm interested to know a little bit more about your faith walk and your journey, um, not only with Shower Up, but maybe even being raised and how how Shower Up has even shaped some of your faith walk. Gotcha. Yeah. So Shower Up definitely has has shaped my faith walk, and I've grown closer to the Lord and, and been able to walk out my faith um, through serving others. But really, I think it started uh, when I was a child. My parents kind of instilled the values of me uh, for helping others. And, and I didn't really make the connections until recently. But as a kid, you know, they would always, uh, you know, some people just hand a dollar to, to somebody who's homeless or hand them a bag. But my family would in, invite people to come sit down and eat with us at restaurants. And so I really had a, you know, comfortable um I was comfortable around around people who who were experiencing homelessness because of my parents, and they would pick people up and take them to church. I remember my parents would would buy some dress clothes so they wouldn't feel you know out of place and take some homeless uh, folks with us to church sometimes. And one Christmas specifically, they they brought somebody into our house and and had a Christmas celebration with them because they had no family here. So from that experience as a child, you know, it kind of gave me it's instilled the values in me um, that you know. It, we, we can help others and, and we're blessed. And if we have the opportunity to do something to help and, and really um, it's kind of an amazing story too, of how I got involved with shower up, even with that stuff happening in the past, I never told myself, Oh, I'm going to serve the homeless or I'm going to work a ministry that's serving the homeless. Really it was little steps at a time where God was forming me and, and working me to get, you know, to where I was today. And, mm-hmm. um, I just, he kept putting steps in front of me. And, and really when this journey started with shower up, it was actually, um, when I was in the lowest point of my life. So I had gone through a, a divorce and, and it was just a bad situation. And I was in this massive pit. It felt like that I could not dig out of 
Um, and my church was having 21 days of prayer and fasting. And it was at the perfect time right after that. And I really needed it. And, you know, if you spend 21 days fasting and, and praying out to God for answers, um, you're going to hear it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I spent that time seeking the Lord. And, and really, I knew that this was a bad situation I was in, but there's got to be good that comes out of it. So I clung to Romans 8.28, which is, uh, says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him. Who are called according to his purpose. And so I asked God, I said, you know, I want this situation to turn to good. Uh, you know, I know there's a purpose for me, but I didn't know what it was. I was living the kind of mundane life of I'm going to go to work and I'm going to go home, I'm clock in, clock out kind of thing, go home, watch TV. And it wasn't really that passion of how am I helping others? What am I doing with my life to share my faith and, and really make someone else's life better? And so through that, um, Really, God just kept putting little stepping stones in front of me, and, and I had the option to keep stepping, and it was a little out of my comfort zone, but I could keep taking those steps, or I could just stop and be stagnant, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep stepping, and through that, God plugged me in with Huntsville Community of Hope, which further led me to the connection with Shower Up, um, and you know, all along the way, uh, in God's timing, I just kept taking those little steps, and you know, here I am today driving around a shower trailer, uh, and <laughs> You know, I'd never even driven a pickup truck before before they dropped <laughs> off the truck to me. And I was like, wow. So um, really, it's a it's a God thing. And, and what really clicked, and this is kind of a crucial part of the story with Shower Up for me, um, is, is when I really went up to Nashville to see Shower Up in action. It was the first time I got to see what they were doing. Uh, we knew it was coming to Huntsville. Somebody already donated the money. So I had to go up there and kind of learn, you know, learn what I was going to do. What, what is this that I'm getting into? How am I going to operate this? Kind of what are their values and how can I serve in Huntsville and, and really um, make it unique to Huntsville out of Nashville? So I went up there and I'll never forget, uh, Shower Up was set up under Jefferson Street Bridge, which is in Nashville. And there was a homeless camp right there. It was about 100 or so tents set up and I got to meet some amazing people over there uh, in downtown Nashville, or like right across from Bridgestone Arena. And uh, it was a very awesome experience, Shower Up. After I came home, I was like, man, this is awesome. I can't wait for Shower Up to come to Huntsville. About a week later, um, I was sleeping in one night, and I'm the type of person who I don't have dreams. And if I do, I never remember them. <laughs> but this night specifically, um, I was in a dream, and it was a nightmare, really, that I was in the middle of a tornado. And I woke up sweating and, and scared to death, and you know it seemed so real, like I was in a, in a tornado. And uh, so I couldn't sleep, so I grabbed my phone. And, and this is the moment where you know it just stuck with me so hard. Was I pulled up my phone and I saw breaking news that a tornado had just torn through Nashville. Oh, wow. And um, I'll never forget the picture I saw. I saw a picture of the devastation, and it was the same exact spot where I parked my car that week before at shower up and there was a tree laying down debris all over the road and the old school that i parked in in their parking lot the school was halfway gone and so you know that moment hit me hard and and really god spoke to me in that moment through the dream and through just all the connections but a further connection was that I, i really felt for the people of nashville because i had experienced something similar to that back in 2011 so the uh, tornadoes that came through alabama uh, on april 27th um, i was in high school i was just a senior in high school and i lost everything i had uh, tornadoes took my home and i thought i lost my family but you know, by the grace of god they survived uh, but i lost everything and i was in essence homeless for that time and that's the only time really that i've i've gone days without a shower and you know not having a place to shower 
I know what that felt like, feels like and, and felt like in that time. And I was able to see Shower Up not only serve the, the homeless community that they, that they always have, but in the aftermath of that disaster, they were serving people just like me back when I was a senior in high school, giving them showers who had just lost their home or first responders who were helping clean up rubble. They could clean up and get a shower. So through all that, really God reaffirmed in me that he makes all things work together for good. Um, and so I'm just, I'm thankful to be here today and, and be able to, to be a part allowing folks not only to take a shower, but, you know, for experiences like we had yesterday with Julie and Joseph and, and just yeah. meet people and, and see that they're going to, you know, come to the Lord. And, and that's just something I love doing through Shower Up. Yeah, it's neat how God takes something like this and he creates friendships. You know, it's it's one of those things that I've realized and through through opportunities like Shower Up and, and what we're doing at 2820 and walking alongside with some of these people that are experiencing homelessness is you realize these are just friends. You just didn't know they were your friends. Like, it's easy to, to, to drive by them and look at them and say, oh, that's, that's somebody's homeless. But what's so cool about Shower Up is it's, you're bringing them kind of into your home a little bit, right? You're, you're getting in their personal space. You're, you're, you're giving them and offering them what is a basic thing for us. But for them, it is, you know, it's like gold. It's because they're, they're stuck in this position. And, and I, I just, man, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate, uh, your willingness to do that. And you're, like you said, your story with, um, with not only Julie and Joseph, but I'm sure there are a lot of other stories that if we sat here long enough, They've just come up as your relationships have grown with these people. Yeah, I think it's so true that the way you said, you know, they're like friends you see. I'll see people now all the time um, who somebody might just see as homeless on the side of the road. Um, and I'll know their name and I'll yell at them, roll my window down. And we're just chatting just like buddies from high school. Um, yeah. And, and it's, that's just awesome to see. And sometimes I see people I don't know and I'll be able to share with them. Hey, have you heard of Shower Up? We're going to be giving showers. And, and the coolest thing is when I make that connection and then, you know, a couple of days later, they come to get a shower. It's just a really cool. Oh thing. yeah, oh, I bet so. I bet so. Now uh, you can't see Taylor here, but he uh, we would classify Taylor as a young adult. I think he mentioned being in high school back in I gave a date a few minutes ago. But um, I, I guess I wanted to kind of while we had you, Taylor. Just there are a lot of conversations going on about the disconnect between young adults and church or Christianity. Um, I guess what I'd like to ask you to maybe comment on is what do you say about this disconnect and maybe what are some things we can do as people of faith to help make Christianity relevant to today's generation? Gotcha. Yeah, I do agree that there is a disconnect. And I think part of that comes through um, just kind of that old idea of you have to be in a church to do to do mission work or you, you have to be serving you know some people yeah. say i don't have time for that you know i have to focus on my career or my degree especially among my age and, and the younger generation it's that i'm busy i'll do it later type of mentality and, and the truth is that you don't have to lead a nonprofit. Uh, you don't have to even come volunteer at a nonprofit. i mean i obviously want people to come out to shower up and volunteer but that's not what you have to do to walk out your faith um, you don't have to be a pastor. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, uh, the, that's the pastor's job, or you have to be a leader in the church. Being a Christian and living out your calling um, really can happen every day, and you don't have to add anything to your schedule. I mean, I know we all have busy schedules. Um, you don't have to add anything to your calendar, and you can still walk out your faith. Um, the thing I'd say to kind of encourage closing that gap and that disconnect is 
saying, you are you, you know, no one else can be you. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God has placed each of us in our own situation for a certain reason. Um, There's people in everybody's life that is unique to that person. Um, I mean, even the three of us on this podcast, Randy, you're going to come in touch with people that I never will. And I'll come in touch with people you never will. And Doug will see people that neither of us will. So we all have our unique mission fields right here. Um, You know, we don't have to go overseas uh, to reach the lost. We don't really even have to go in church. Um, Our mission field may be where we work. It may be our school or just where we hang out and grab coffee. Um, You know, most people who are lost and don't know Christ are not going to walk inside of a church um, until they, until they know him. So if we're waiting inside of a church building, uh, we may never find that person that we're supposed to reach. So, you know, I think the key to walking out your faith in everyday life is, is just to be aware, be aware of your surroundings, realize that you're in that situation for a reason. Um, and, you know, God explains in the Bible that the body of Christ is like uh, an actual body. Um, and he says, if a foot tried to be a hand you know, or a hand tried to be a foot, it, it wouldn't work out too well. Um, so in that same idea, if, if God called you to be a nurse, be a nurse and, and serve people through that. If you're a teacher, be a teacher. If you know if you're unemployed or you're just a student still in college, well, you have people in your college that you can reach uh, that I can't. And so, you know, be who you are. Um, use your situation um, to benefit others because you have a role. Um, we're all called to according to our own purpose. Um, and so, I think that's that's a major key that people need to realize that you know you can do it anywhere. And, and the last thing too that I would say about the disconnect is. You know, really, we are more connected now than ever. Uh, you know, through Facebook and Instagram, and you know, all the all the latest apps, we have access to reach people on every cor- corner of the globe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we can send out a video or, or make a post on Facebook, and hundreds of people can see it, or thousands, or you know, stuff can go viral, and millions of people can see it. Uh, you know, in this day and age of the coronavirus, it's taught us a lot that. You know, we do a lot through Zoom, and we're able to reach people without ever leaving our home. And so, you know, I would encourage folks to use the technology that we have, um, especially this younger generation who grew up having technology at their hands their whole life. Use what you know. Use this technology we've been blessed with because, you know, in the old days, preachers had to go, and people who wanted to share the love of God would have to walk a bunch of miles and, you know, ride horses and donkeys and gather people together. Um, but, you know, I'd say right now we have access to reach more people than, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John ever did. Um, you know, it's all at our fingertips. So I just encourage people to use your circle um, and your influence and use the technology that we have to, to make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are probably um, people listening to this. And obviously, you know, once people listen to this, they're going to talk about it. And they're going to hear, what's this shower up thing? I mean, because that sounds super cool. I remember when Randy first said, hey, shower up, shower, shower up's coming to 2820. I was like, what's shower up? And he told me, I was like, that's so cool. What I mean, what a simple, great idea. So if somebody is listening or they're telling somebody about this or how can they get involved with shower up? How can they hook up? And there, it's not only shower up. Once you come in contact with one of these things, right, that are working alongside of at least the homeless, then you come in contact with the bearded warriors and you know, there's these, there's several engagements that wind up connecting together, but tell us, tell us how, how somebody gets involved with shower up and what that looks like. Gotcha. Yeah. So the best way to get involved with shower up, uh, you can check out our website at showerup.org. Um, you can email me directly at Taylor at showerup.org. So I try to keep it simple and easy to reach. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. 
Um, you can just search shower up and you'll find us there. Um, but we'd love to have anybody out, whether it's, you know, we can take anybody of any age and, and any skill set, you know, whether it's just hanging out and talking to somebody or if you're shy, you can help just wipe down a shower and sanitize it after each use. So we have opportunities for everybody um, to just take a small step and, and do something to serve others. And I can promise you, you'll be blessed uh, uh, more than you ever imagined uh, by serving others through Shower Up. I, I think one of the biggest blessings Doug and I have had doing this podcast uh is that we're getting to meet some amazing men and women that are doing some awesome things for the kingdom uh, in just some simple ways. Um, Taylor, we really appreciate you, you joining us today and being a part of this podcast, and we really appreciate what you're doing through uh, the ministry of Shower Up and how God is uh, allowing you to touch the lives of, of so many people out there. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be a part, and I'm, I'm glad to— I've enjoyed listening to the other podcasts of who y'all had on, and I look forward to seeing what else is going on in the city because— you know, a lot of it's not being shared. So I appreciate that y'all are going out and, and trying to share the good news. Thank you. Uh, w- one thing, too, Taylor, is that you told and you talked about your journey, and your journey uh, really began, at least with Shower Up, in a dark time. Um, and, and right now, we're experiencing, to be honest, there's a lot of dark times around us. You know, Randy and I got word of uh, another friend that's lost their life to some dark times that they were experiencing. And I want people to know, and I want people to hear your story, and I want them to know that just because you're going through a dark time doesn't mean that God isn't walking right there beside you, trying to direct you, trying to allow his voice to be heard in in your life, Um, and that he may be bringing something like a shower up to you. You just got to open your eyes enough to see what's what's right there beside us. Yeah, that's, that's so true. That's so true. And I, and I appreciate you sharing your story in that, um, that I'm sorry you had to go through the divorce. I'm sorry that it was a dark time, but I praise God that you are doing what you're doing for the kingdom and for Shower Up and these people who are experiencing homelessness right now and showing them dignity and showing them love just like our, 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 our Savior that we follow would. You know, So I, I appreciate your example in that. And that, that's definitely one thing we want people to get out of this. You know, if you're listening to this right now and there is that urge one way or the another, we want you to take your interest and take your passions and turn them into something that is God honoring. We want you to, to, to move out, do something. Mm. Um, if, if you don't know what to do, get involved with shower up and, and learn how to clean a shower after somebody takes a shower in it or learn how to hand somebody toothpaste and, and allow them the opportunity to brush their teeth or, for the first time maybe in a week too um either way taylor um thank you for coming on thank you for for what you do and uh and it's a blessing to be here with you thank you it was an honor thank you for listening today we appreciate your comments and feedback on unbroken jars podcast please understand that our goal is always to honor god by the experiences of real life stories and real faith that you hear on this podcast May God bless your life as you live out your story of real faith in your own settings.